Santa sets up a fantastic automatic toy factory on Mars. For real space-age fun, you'll be out of this world when... Santa Claus conquers the Martians. Oh, yes. Christmas is fantastic in the morning. And Christmas is fantastic in the evening. But Christmas is the most fantastic in the afternoon. again listeners out there in podcast land and welcome to episode 89 of There's Still Time, the AFTN podcast and it's our special Christmas show. So I hope you're all feeling very festive. We're going to bring you a special show, a little bit of chat, a little bit of football chat, some songs, some football songs, some Christmas songs. There's going to be some humour. Some people may get offended. So if you're one of these people that are kind of Easily offended, very touchy about things, very PC, which we're not here at AFTN. I wouldn't listen any further, just turn off now, it'll just save you getting getting annoyed really, and we don't want that for Christmas Day. So it's Christmas time. There's no need to be afraid. It's Christmas time. A time for giving and receiving. At least that's what I tell the wife. Now, I'm sure that we've all got our our dream presents that we we want to open on Christmas Day. And for some of us, there's going to be some football-related gifts that we would really like to have under the tree or or in our stockings. So let's kick things off by having a chat with Whitecaps coach Carl Robinson. And I asked him what would be his ideal football present that he could open on Christmas Day. And here's what Robo had to say. If you could open one football-related gift on Christmas Day, yes. what would you like? Robbie Keane in a the box. There you go. You're just moan about the turf and ah, stuff. It's like you can't have it. <laughs> What footballer doesn't moan? That's okay. true. But just so there's not a Vancouver bias on the show, we also caught up with Ziggy Schmidt. We went down to Seattle and, and we asked Ziggy what would he really want to open football-wise on Christmas morning. And here's what Siggy had to say. Always a worrying and terrifying time of the year in November and December for a man like Siggy Schmidt. Of course, some MLS managers have already had their Christmas presents for the year. For Bruce Arena, guiding LA to the Galaxy's fifth MLS Cup, I mean, that was his Christmas present. And it left him so excited and... He just had to tell us so. You know what? I'm happy. But it's not just MLS managers that get Christmas presents at this time of year. We caught up with the Toronto man that was given the gift of TFC season tickets. I don't think there can be anything worse that you could find in your stocking this Christmas. Maybe a combo with a TFC kit and scarf thrown in as well. 
And strangely, it should also be noted that that soundbite was also the same for the Portland fan that received some soap and shampoo. Now, we're not sure if Carl Robinson will get his dream present of Robbie Keane in a box, but the Whitecaps news this week does look like he has got an early Christmas present in the signing of Uruguayan striker Octavio Rivero. But there's going to be more of that later. So you've heard Carol say what his dream Christmas present would be this year of a football nature. Let's hand it over now to our regular roundtable gang as we share with you what our dream football-related presents would be to open this Christmas morning. And if you're listening, wives, girlfriends or wannabe mistresses, you'll know exactly how to make us happy if you listen to our section All I Want for Christmas is a Dukla Prague Awake It. And he managed to get hold of the Dukla Prague Awake It because his uncle owned a sports shop and he kept it to one side and after only five minutes he'd be down to ten men Sent off your right back for taking the base from under his left winger. Come to half time, you were losing 4 0. Each and every goal, a hotly disputed penalty. So you'd smash up the floodlights, and the match was abandoned. And the dog would bark, and you'd be banned from his house. And your travelling army of sedentary supporters would be taken away from you and thrown in the bin. For this section of the Christmas special, we're joined by some old friends. We've got Stephen Lamott, we've got a fat man in a red football top, Zachary Miesenheimer. Did I get it right that time? Ah, what? I'll get his name right one of these times. And also joining us down the chimney is international playboy, Jay Duke. So we just want to ask everyone, if you could have one football-related gift under the Christmas tree to open up on Christmas morning this year, what would it be? Let's start with Stephen. Okay, I'm going to go with the, uh, I don't even know how it would be, but like a season tickets for every game, home and away, with the travel and just like an all-inclusive sort oh, of. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, nice. that would be pretty enough cool. to worry about anything for the yeah. whole year. Yeah. Yeah, good good one. Zachary? Wow, I, I don't think you can top that. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, I will say... Underneath my Cascadian Doug uh, Christmas tree, <laughs> uh, I would love to find a present that was just an envelope filled with cash to make as much TIFO with a lease for a space to make it in. That's very unselfish of you because you're thinking of the group. For real. So, Jay, what would your ideal Christmas present be football-related under the Christmas tree this year? Um, can I pick, like, multiple, like a set like a set if of things. If it's connected, yep, you can have let's, a set. Let's do the entire Mexican women's national team. Does that... Well, you like your Latinas. That, yeah. And what's your plan does, for them? Are you going to play with them? We've got... Uh, I've got a whole basement th- thing set up. Don't don't worry about it, but... Um, Sounds creepy. Yeah. Well, they don't call them Fred West for nothing. Uh, um, being a, a little bit more uh, serious... Uh, that wasn't your series at all. <laughs> well, half serious. I was booking my trip to your house. My uh, my my real wish would be that, and and this might not work out for the best in the end. But my one wish would be for the Whitecaps to draw a Mexican team in Champions League. Uh, although it'd be it'd be so you could stick them in the basement. 
<laughs> no, no, no. See, this is the men's, the, the club team, the like the men's. I know, it'd just be a mass orgy. <laughs> so I'd like to see, uh, I, I, it would be a hell of an away trip, you know. I would. Head, head down to Guadalajara. Might, might never make it back home again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and it would be good to see how the Whitecaps uh, match up against what are known to be our you know, North America's really premier teams, like if a, to see a Cruz Azul or... or, or Keretaro. Or Keretaro. That's the one everyone's... You know, doing. in a weird way, I, I would actually... I would actually really enjoy seeing that in a really perverted way. I, would, I wouldn't I would mind seeing Keretaro. Oh, I'd love here. to see Zach's Tifo. Keretaro. 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 Yeah, don't go by my pronunciation. <laughs> but, I'd like Tijuana, because they get... Like massive crowds, it seems a really good atmosphere. I've been to Tijuana. I have a picture of me sitting on a donkey. Mm-hmm. Folks said I had a beautiful ass, but it wasn't mine. I had to just get my photo taken. First thing that came to my mind was Nigeria Coker. When you said you were sitting on a donkey. Oh, I think that. Uh, yeah, ass. Ass, yeah. Either way. But anyway, let's let's ass. move on. Let's move on to Steve's choice of present day. I would like some used panties from Emily Zur. Ah, and if they're edible, I will put them on top of her waffles. She could maybe introduce a new waffle flavor, Zura panties. What would they taste like? Licorice. (laughs) Talking of licorice, that kind of reminded me that I I, next time I'm in Colorado, I find there's actually a liquor store in a place called Beaver Creek called Beaver Liquors. That's just you have to go to Beaver Liquors. Well, I'd like under the, the Christmas tree, I'm, I'm going retro, which if anyone reads my stuff, they'll know how old-fashioned I am. I want some really old 70s, early 80s Sabutio merchandise. Not, not, the, not the teams, not the pitch, because I've, I've got that. I want the, the stadium stuff that goes round it and the old scoreboards Lights, and the old uh, floodlights. So I, really, I want to build my own stadium, yeah. so... I've dropped enough hints to my wife, but I don't think I'm going to be getting that. Will there be a waterfront stadium? I, I could make it a waterfront stadium. That might make it a bit awkward because you have to kind of go around it and I can't swim, so I could possibly drain. What would you yeah, use for the, the water? The... Kids' paddling pool next door. <laughs> yeah, I don't like kids, so just take their paddling pool. So that, that's all for now for this section as to what we'd like to find under a tree. Is less anyone, any other Christmas wishes for you guys? Who would you like under the mistletoe? My wife. Yeah, me too, yeah. Oh, I'd, I'd, like, Alex, I'd like Alex Morgan. Wait, you want my wife? <laughs> <laughs> I love that bombshell. Let's end the section. So we threw that question out to some of our listeners on Twitter, and they shared with us what some of their dream football presents would be for opening under the Christmas tree this year. Peter T at the Barca show, he said a goal-scoring striker for the Whitecaps, and I'm pretty sure we would all like that, especially Carol Robinson, as, as we heard there. Scott Henning at Scott H26, he said tickets to an Arsenal game at the Emirates, and VWFC Frank at Frank Frankerton followed that up with, and also the airfare. The At The From The Backline podcast... And I think we know that this one comes from Jorge. He wants a CCL draw between the Caps and Club America. Estadio Azteca, here I come, he says. At Glass City FC, he just wants grass at BC Place. I think he means on the pitch and not in the stands. But hey, whatever makes the game flow better. 
and Yamadi at y underscore dasham. He says gloves or a jersey signed by Oliver Kahn, the best of the best. So you've heard our dream presents there. But guys, if you're listening to this show before Christmas, maybe even on Christmas morning, and you still haven't decided what to get your wife or your girlfriend, or both if you can juggle such things, well, fear not. We're here to help at AFTN, and we're going to bring you a couple of suggestions as to what you can get that special little lady of your life this Christmas. Come with me and I'll show every one of you husbands how to get the warmest thank you kiss you ever got on Christmas Day. For instance, here's a gift that would rate a kiss from any woman. A Westinghouse toaster. And isn't it a beauty? It looks like Christmas, doesn't it? Just set it for light, medium or dark and the toast pops up exactly the way you want it. Let's look at this one. The best waffles ever for Christmas breakfast because it's a Westinghouse automatic waffle baker. Just set it for the kind of waffles you like best. A tiny signal light tells you when it's time to pour the batter and to take the waffle out. Ladies, this is your turn. I'll bet that man of yours would love to make himself real tasty toasted cheese sandwiches on a Westinghouse sandwich grill. It toasts, fries, grills, and warms. Ladies, Gentlemen, make it a Westinghouse gift this Christmas, and I know it will be a merry one. Father Christmas! Are you up there? I want to ask you for something. Not for me, but for Mummy. Mummy wants a new hover because she's got lots of work to do. You'll help me choose one, won't you? Of course. Why, that's the wonderful hoovermatic your mummy's always wanted. Three lovely cleaners for versatile around-the-house cleaning. And the polisher scrubber to get floors sparkling. And this extra special iron. Don't forget, Father Christmas a hoover for mummy. Bye. Now, it should be noted, I did play those adverts to my own wife, and her reaction wasn't as grateful as I was expecting. A little bit surprised there. She did say that I could maybe expect coal in my stocking, and I was a bit excited. I'm, I'm hoping she means Cheryl, but I'm not too sure about that. Now, one of the most endearing Christmas stories, of course, is Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. And that's a story that, that holds a special place in my heart because it's it's just a Christmas tradition that my wife and I have. We, we go and see it every year. We've just come back from San Francisco where we were at the Dickens Christmas Victorian Fair. And pleased to say we managed to find a couple of places there where we could go and get a Dickens cider. So that made the trip very worthwhile. And talking of Dickens Australian cider, let's hear a little word from our sponsors. Hi guys, it's Gerald Porschman here. You know, in 1861, the Dickens Beverage Company has been producing some of the best wines we have grown to love, including Chardonnays, 
and sparkling wines. Hey, Frederick Von Dickens has now introduced a brand new cider that's been around for years but is gradually making an impact on the global market. And it started right here on the Gold Coast. Dickens is slowly winning the taste buds of millions of cider drinkers from right around the world. Can't begin my day until I've had a Dickens cider. There's nothing better than waking up to a good old Dickens cider. My girlfriend loves Dickens ciders. My sister came to stay with us for a month and my husband couldn't go a day without the Dickens cider. My mum loves the Dickens cider. My sister loves to wake up in the morning with the Dickens cider. I'm a bit young but I would love to try a Dickens cider. And after sampling just one glass, I was hooked. I knew the ciders have been around for a while, but I just couldn't wait for my girlfriend to try a Dickens cider. When she arrived home from work, I told her to close her eyes, and before she knew it, I surprised her with a Dickens cider. So there you have it. For over 150 years, Frederick Von Dickens has developed a beverage that literally brings women to their knees. So fellas, for the sake of the economy, get a Dickens cider. Of course, another endearing Christmas story is 100 years old this year, and there's a little bit of debate as to whether it did actually happen or not, but it's the famous Christmas truce. Christmas Day, 1914, the Germans and the Brits put down their weapons, had an impromptu game of football in no man's land before going back to hostilities and so many folk just needlessly dying in, in the First World War. It's a story, I think, that you want it to be true. And a a lot has been made this year for the 100th anniversary of it. In England, the the moment has been commemorated by the FA with teams lining up before the FA Cup and some other games this year, switching places, intermingling, just that general goodwill spirit that such a football truce would have thrown up. I actually have a a great T-shirt that marks the occasion and you can get it shipped over from the UK from the Sheffield-based store goalsoul.net. It celebrates the universally binding power of the beautiful game and it has a a picture on it of the the two German and allied forces meeting and and having a game of football with the slogan, goals are overrated, the beauty is in the struggle. I actually wore that t-shirt at at training one day and was trying to encourage Carl to get some for for the players in the Whitecaps locker room and goals were proven a little bit hard to come by and he, he didn't think it would maybe go down that well. But you can pick that t-shirt up, as I say, from goalsoul.net. £25, comes in a variety of colours, and it really is a a great purchase, as is a number of other items in their store. So we actually found a really good song online about the whole football truce in 1914. So we're going to play that for you in full now. We spoke to the guy that wrote the song. It's an English expat who now lives in France called Alan Gray. That's G-R-A-Y. And he just wrote this song about a Tommy in the trenches. He was a reserve in the football match and just capturing the whole occasion and the spirit of Christmas and the football game in no man's land. So as I say, we'll play that for you now. The song is available to buy on Amazon, iTunes, Spotify and TuneCore. So search that out. This is The Reserve, the Christmas Truce football song by Alan Gray. Enjoy. Christmas Day, 
it's Christmas time, and I'm down to my last woodbine. They're playing football in no man's land, and I am the reserve. Stop for a game of footy in the middle of no man's land The Lord's put the Christmas spirit in the heart of every man Why can't it be like this all the time Even if your name is Tommy or Hines Why can't the world have a change of mind Here at Christmas time Shining down It was cold and frost was all around We were keeping watch and all was quiet The Germans sang a song called Silent Night Never before ever heard such a beautiful sound Hey look I see a robin perched upon the rifle there I wish that I had wings and I could fly right out of here but I shouldn't complain, I fear My mates are gone and I'm still here And I'm sitting in the trench, it's Christmas time And I'm down to my last with mine They're playing football in no man's land And I am the reserve But hey now things are looking up A forward's gone and broke his foot They want me to take his place So I must close now dear I'm sitting in the trench, it's Christmas time Lads are here and we're drinking wine And I just scored for England We beat them one nil, Mary dear Merry Christmas The Reserve there by Alan Gray. As we said, check it out on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify and elsewhere. And you can also see a great video for it on YouTube. Now let's get back to presents. We had a chat earlier about our dream football-related Christmas presents. So now let's get back to our roundtable crew as we share some of the best football-related presents we've ever received. And also some of those of our listeners. So we're joined by the gang again, and this time we're going to have a, a chat about our best football-related presents that we've received. So, who'd like to kick things off? Uh, my in-laws, uh, who are Mexican, uh, the, um, they go down to... Wait, they your go wife's up. Mexican? Yeah, didn't you know this? Are you is, she, is she in your basement? You, have you not met her? No, I've never... Oh, maybe I have. No. So when you make these jokes on the podcast, it's like an homage to your wife. <laughs> sort of, yeah. yeah. Okay. I also... The, she keeps her in the, keeps I also her in the basement, too. really enjoy Latino women. They think they're beautiful. And the Mexican team has a lot of good-looking ones on. I, I so, do as well, because I, I, I love, you're going to say I the Mexican team has a lot of Latinos on. So I have a, I have a funny one, uh, or a little bit funny. My, I, I've heard your wife say that. My uh, <laughs> Speaking of the wife, the, uh, the in-laws... 
uh, from from Mexico. They go down to Mexico for uh, holidays, and it's book just before Christmas. And they say, "Hey, do you want you want us to bring anything back from you know Mexico and what you know whatever touristy things or whatever?" And you know, I like I like collecting kits and you know memorabilia from from places that I've seen soccer games or or whatever. So I said, "Yeah, you know what." I don't know why I just kind of picked it. I like the the team and the uniforms, but uh, the uh, Unam Pumas, the, the Mexican team, love their kit. Looks great. Big, lots of fans. They got the the cool little kind of jaguar thing, puma thing oh, on the front. The and puma, the, yeah, yeah and, the, and the colors are nice. The blue. Why did the, the pumas cool. have a tiger on their strip? <laughs> so, so I said, yeah, like you know, pick me up a uh, and a, a pumas jersey, but like you know, you don't have to get don't. Don't pay for the real one because they're really expensive, you know, to get, a real, you know, real. But you get knockoffs at every single street corner. So I'm like, get me just a knockoff, you know, Pumas jersey. And uh, they're like, yeah, sure, sure, great. So under this so this was just before Christmas uh, a couple of years ago. And then Christmas Day comes and I'm unwrapping all the gifts. And here's, here's oh, this is from the in-laws. It feels soft. I know it's a shirt. And I open it up. And here I am expecting to get, you know, a knockoff, so, you know, probably not very good, Pumas kit. And it's a white silk-screened t-shirt with the Pumas logo on the front and my name just J-A-Y on the back over the top. Like, not even the last name and no number. It's not the real kit. (laughs) It's just a t-shirt with the the silk screen. And I was... Of course you have to. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it was, yeah. Awesome. And it's great. I wear the shirt all the time, but I was here. I was expecting a, uh, you know, really nice replica knockoff Pumas jersey and ended up with a silk screen t-shirt with a cougar on the front. So Do go figure that out. Oh, yeah. I still have it. I should bring it out next yeah. next, next podcast. Yeah, and the shirt as well. Zach, you <clears> strike <throat> me as a guy that's had a lot of football presents in the past. Probably tons of kits. Yeah, that's all I can remember is getting kids. Uh, I can't remember anything like more fun, exciting, or exotic. They're fun? No, sorry. But more, I mean more than... Yeah, I've got my fair share of kit over the year for Christmas. I don't know which one stands out the most. Uh, You're an exciting guest. For this I know, section, no, right? I'm sorry, I know. <laughs> I told you this is going to be terrible. Uh, what's most exciting? Well, let's come back to you. Yeah. Let's, anyone else want to chip in? Steve? I'll combine the two stories. So my son, uh, my middle son, went to a tournament in Guadalajara a few years. So he was like 14 or something and uh, brought me back a, a Chivas de la Guadalajara kit. So being that he was 14, it was like, you know, September, October. So he had to buy it early, save it. So that whole kind of, because you have the same Zach kits and stuff. But I guess that one's a bit special because it was, you know, the, my son thinking of me while he was on that trip and brought it back, saved it for Christmas. So that's what I'd go with, I guess. Steve, any, have you ever had any of these panties that you're dying to get hold of? <laughs> well, he's coming with this one. Steve couldn't think of any best presents that he's had because his wife clearly just doesn't love him enough to, to buy him anything decent. So, Zach, you had a chance to think now? Yeah, my favorite one was the one I got. My favorite was when we, as parents, got our kids' kit. And we got, the, for our little kids, we got our daughter uh, a, tw- a 29 that said Eric on the back. And then uh, for our son, a 20 that said Davide on the back. That was probably my favorite. Nice. Yeah. Well, your, your kid's called Eric from Davide. And... <laughs> Did you know prom- my family's he... going to listen to this and I'm going to get in all sorts of trouble because they're all... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 they 
Well, you're yeah. family. Listen to the podcast. I can't say the same. Zach, did you get decide to get new kids because those other two weren't good enough after two? Or Solo. Get rid of them for almost nothing. <laughs> I, I was I was told I was told by upper manager they had to go. So. He uh, traded them for allocation money. Uh, okay. <laughs> and he bought himself a decent present after that. <laughs> so we had some thoughts from Twitter. Mike Corbin at Ferry Worker, he said a Manchester United beer stein because it holds two beers. And after the season they had last year, I'm pretty sure folk were trying to drink two beers at a time watching them. The view from 202 at Whitecaps underscore 202, he got a Zidane jersey when he was 10 and it opened the world of football up to him. Awesome. Now, the bad thing was when he wore it uh, at uh, primary series, he was going to have a hit button. <laughs> <laughs> Stole my punchline, man. <laughs> Andy M, friend of the show, at Swampo. Sabutio and several Roy of the Rovers annuals, which I don't know if mm. folk know Roy of the Rovers here. Great cartoon strip. Love that. Aaron Salveson at Bad Gones YVR. He got a Lego football pitch, and he says, ask Zachary about that. Yeah, Aaron is... Uh told me about his awesome football pitch I've been to his house and he's a big Lego man if you don't follow him use full spaces on I, I saw like, Cal- like Calgary Global put that picture out of the big Lego man that was washed up on the beach was that Arne? I don't know I haven't been down to see that yeah. no but Arne 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 is doing the, the Lego city calendar every day you see the updates he does his own magical writings that go with it cool best present I got which won't sound very good to people but it was a, a no smoking sign. And I got it just before Christmas. I don't think weird looks and all. It arrived in the mail. I still to this day have no idea who sent me it. But it was from Old Bayview, East Vice former ground. When it was getting knocked down, the fans were allowed to come in and take stuff. And this guy who didn't even support East Vice had got one of the no smoking signs from the stand and then thought, I shouldn't have this, it should be an East Fife fan. And then he, he mailed it to me. And I don't know who it was, but. I've got that, and then someone else gave me a present that they had got, which was the home and away home visitors dressing room signs from the doors, so it was fantastic. I had some grass from the pitch as well, but I couldn't bring that over from Scotland with me. So, you've told us what your best presents were. Now, we're very giving here at AFTN, and there's nothing, like when I think of you, Slamo and Zach and Jay, there's nothing I'd like more than to empty my sack all over you on, on Christmas morning. But I won't be with you on Christmas morning, so I'm going to give you some presents now. And I don't know whether they're going to be the best presents you've got. And no, they're not just free stuff I've had over the last year. And it's the thought that counts. But I have some presents. You don't have to open them just now. You can keep them to Christmas Day if you want. Um, The problem I have with Zach and Jay is these might not fit. And because Slamo is the educated one amongst us, he has a book. Awesome, awesome. And Steve, you you didn't have a a best present for this section. And sadly, I couldn't actually find the (laughs) present that I got for you. It was the only present I actually bought, and I can't find it. But it's somewhere in the house, and you will get it. That will be my best gift ever once I get it, if I get it. So I hope everyone listening to this gets some great presents this Christmas. And that, my festive friends, is another episode in the can of There's Still Time, the AFTN podcast. I've been your host, Michael McCall. You can find me on Twitter at AFTN Canada. Read all my stuff on AFTN, on Canadian Soccer News, 
aftn.ca, canadiansockernews.com. Just like to thank our usual gang for joining us. You can find them all on Twitter as well. Zachary Meisenheimer is at Zachary AM. Stephen Lamott is at SS Slamo. Jay Duke is at J underscore Duke. And Steve Pander is at Whitecaps Beat. Now, as regular listeners will know, we usually play out now with our theme song, performed by Vancouver band The O'Wells. Well, you heard a little bit from that at the start, but since this is a Christmas episode of the show, we're going to play it out with a special Christmas song from the O'Wells. And this is called Don't Kill Me Santa. So before Sarah and the gang play us out, just like to thank everyone for listening once again. As always, take care. Have a great, happy, healthy holiday season. Great Christmas, great New Year. We'll be back soon with episode 90 of the podcast. And until then... Mon the caps.